This is the Earn More as a Life Coach podcast with Victoria Gibson, episode 36. Welcome to Earn More as a Life Coach with Victoria Gibson, the marketing resource for life coaches who want to transform more lives with their coaching and earn more while they do it. Well, hello and welcome. There's been a little bit of time between episodes and that's largely because I have been creating new resources, programs, strategies and tools to help you take your life coaching business to the next level and help you get more leads, traffic and sales online too. So I've really been spending some time getting clear on those things that I can help you with the most, the things that I think are going to move you forward the quickest and with the biggest lasting impact. So in case you're new around here, I show life coaches how to get seen, heard and paid online with high profit offers, messaging and social ads too. Now, I've been doing this since leaving my regular job way back in 2010 and I've been helping coaches grow the business online for what feels like forever. But one of my superpowers is helping life coaches get noticed online with social ads, a message that matters, that matters to you and matters to your audience, and definitely helping you create the right offer that you can be in total alignment with and be really proud to put out there and call in the right kind of clients that you absolutely love and can help them get a great transformation. But one of my first programs that I have been creating over the last few months is called Traffic Jumpstart. And it's the simplest method I've ever created for growing your audience, your reach and your leads and traffic using Facebook and Instagram ads. Now, it works specifically for life coaches who want to get the kind of exposure and reach, usually reserved for those superstar coaches that you see all the time, but without spending a fortune or needing to be some kind of tech wizard, okay? So even if you've tried ads before and given up, or you're petrified to even go there, or you don't think you're ready yet, this will help you with step-by-step guidance, deep dive guidance to really set you up for success, because Traffic Jumpstart is going to give you the essentials you need to understand the most simple, direct, and effective path to get the attention of those you can help most. You're going to learn how to build desire and demand for your coaching and your offers and grow your opportunities with a really engaged, targeted audience. And you can do that spending, you know, $10 to $20 a day and you don't even have to run them every single day. I'll show you how to use the right settings in Facebook and Instagram to make sure that your ads are set up for success and that you have the ability to track, measure and optimize. I'm going to tell you what figures and stats to look at when you're deciding whether an ad works or not. I know a lot of my past clients, when they come to me, they've said they've run ads and it's really actually quite simple to get low cost opt-ins. And a lot of these coaches come to me with low cost opt-ins. So, you know, $1, $2 email signups for a freebie or even sometimes a webinar, right? But those prospects or clicks or audiences are not targeted at all. It's actually really easy to get cheap clicks on Facebook, but you need to get clicks from those most likely to become clients, okay? And that's really the distinction of how I show you how to set these up. And, you know, aside from running Facebook ad campaigns for myself and spending millions for myself and clients over the last decade or more, 
I've got the ability to really help you create the right messaging and creative and optimize that for the best success. So just head over to victoriagibson.com forward slash traffic jumpstart to get instant access and it's less than a hundred bucks, which is cool. I don't know how long I'm going to keep it at that intro price because it's a massive steal. Okay. And this is like the sixth Facebook ads course that I have created. It's up to date and it's ready to go now. So make sure you head over there and get your copy of that. But for this episode, I'm sharing the big mistakes that I see many life coaches making when they launch. Okay. So what is a launch? Well, it's one of those terms that's often talked about in online marketing circles. You've probably seen a lot of offers out there that talk about strategies where you don't have to launch. So why is avoiding launching seen as the holy grail? Well, it's because it has so many elements that have to be created, okay? So a launch is a really complex beast and it's best reserved for someone with experience in selling offers already or in sharing your offer and making sure you have that solid message and offer and the market for that offer. You kind of need those fundamentals because without a rock solid message and without an offer that you know is creating really high value, positioning itself almost as competition free and meeting a really high level problem in your market, then no matter how you market, no matter what you post on social media, it is going to fall flat. But many coaches think, oh, I want to create a course or a program or a group program straight out of the gate like some of my mentors have, and I want to just get to work launching that. Um, Maybe you have done some one-on-one and you're ready to go a little bit bigger. But what most coaches don't have is all those skills and strategies that you need to launch and launch well and often don't have the bandwidth, support, and capacity to do that intense level of promotion with so many layers that need to all work together to work well. But when it comes down to it, launching is really just sharing your offer and creating buzz and excitement and expectation around that beautiful offer during a set period of time. That's what makes it intensive. It's normally an offer that has a closing date or will disappear. And that's what creates that high level of engagement and higher level of sales because we're all human beings and that's human behavior is programmed to not want to miss out and want to jump on things before they disappear. So when you're launching, basically you're educating, connecting and engaging with an audience about a certain offer and you're getting them excited and primed to buy that offer before the deadline. And when a launch is done well, it builds an audience with attention, getting value, curiosity and some kind of event, then reveals a time-limited offer with a bonus to act on generally. So launching is such an effective tool because of the level of attention you can create in a small period of time. And that can drive the volume of your sales because urgency, like I said before, is an amazing tool of persuasion. And we know that persuasion does lead to conversion. Now, one of the reasons many life coaches get burnt launching is that there's an enormous amount of work, time, and energy to ensure that you create that buzz, awareness, engagement, visibility, and outreach in that short period of time. And because you're still running everything else in your business, managing clients, running your life, all of that stuff, it can be incredibly hard to juggle all the balls. So when you add a launch and it needs that level of insight, organization, and experience, as well as just the sheer volume of duties, you can see why it's a bit of a recipe for burnout. And launching can also lead to a lot of 
expectation and impact on your nervous system because you're putting so much into it. You're putting so much time, energy, effort, money oftentimes as well, and the weight of other people's expectations and really feeling like everything can be riding on it. It's kind of like you are putting all your eggs in one basket, or I see a lot of coaches do that when they try this strategy. And there can definitely be a lot riding on that expected big income spike. So maybe you're comparing yourself to what you've seen out there in the coaching marketing world or on social media. And don't get me wrong, there are some really big numbers that can happen during a launch. And having coached online and consulted in a marketing capacity for big coaches launching, and some of my private clients have you know, six figures in revenue a week, luckily they don't have to launch, they just do that as an evergreen model, which I really align with, as you'll probably tell as I go through these launch mistakes. But I have worked with clients on their launches, and they've been at varying levels of experience. And even the ones who you know, are six, seven-figure coaches that I've helped, the stress that they put themselves under in a launch is just insane. So I have seen those crazy launch numbers come in, some of them in the seven figures, most in the sort of low six figures, some in half of that, right? And I've seen plenty that have failed to even pay for themselves. So I've had a perspective over, you know, more than 10 years of seeing this and I wanted to bring some insight into firstly what's possible, but also what you'd probably be wanting to avoid. I've definitely had periods of what I like to call promotions. Yes, technically they're a bit of a launch, but I generally like to have offers that are evergreen, always available and utilize the power of my other set of marketing tools like ads, lead magnets, retargeting campaigns and email marketing to create the effect of launching and the success of that. But when I have done live promo with a disappearing bonus on a program, you know, I've been able to bring in sometimes 80000 sometimes 60000 sometimes $40,000 at once in cash received during a relatively simple launch approach, which I like to call my live session series. That's really taking a series of trainings and doing them live. And typically I've done that before in my Facebook group. And that has worked really, really well, but it requires a lot of showing up, a lot of being there, a lot of engagement, a lot of emails, all of that stuff, which is all part of the launch process for sure. But I've never had one of those big, you know, six-figure launches. That does require a big team. It does require a big spend. And that's fine, but I'm not a particularly systemized and organized person, although I don't want to judge myself for that because I have been creating some amazing systems in my business now, but I've definitely put that off over the years. And I think a lot of that has to do with my ADHD. I know it's an overshared term at the moment, but I have been diagnosed as having ADHD. And that does make planning bigger projects and things like that a little bit more difficult for me. And Yeah, I just haven't really had the patience for it in the past, but I'm doing those harder things that are needed to see what is possible and what can happen. But that doesn't necessarily mean doing big, big launches. I'd like to be able to weave those strategies into my existing business and then add some easy promotional opportunities in there because I think promotions are worthwhile. And actually last night I was catching up with my girlfriend, Denise Duffield-Thomas, and we were talking about this and about launches, she's like, you still need to have some of those launches in, even when you're selling Evergreen, which she has successfully sold the same offer for about 10 years now and is a multi seven figure entrepreneur. So she's definitely got the experience in that as well. And 
Look, I'm setting myself the challenge to scale up my launches with those on-demand offers and, you know, get people in to some of my offers at a lower price. That's definitely not the strategy that I've done for many years and it's not the easiest strategy at all. Even though people think selling a cheaper offer is going to be an easier sell, I'm here to tell you absolutely is not. There's so many variations just like with a launch that is really easy for conversions to fall away, for you to overspend on your marketing and not get the return. And they're definitely not for the less experienced or faint of heart. One of my other private clients does have a beautiful low ticket $47 offer that ads go straight to and she makes a good couple of thousand dollars on that a week, which is amazing without her having to deliver anything up front. But like I said, this isn't for the faint of heart and everything comes down to your messaging and your offer and really connecting with the market and being able to acquire more of that targeted traffic. So launching is math really like you can just look at the numbers and work out what is possible but there is so many variables that come into play that you can't even really rely on the numbers particularly if you haven't got a proven offer that you've sold and it's converted before and when I talk about converting I mean selling right so normally we look at two percent of a list that signs up to be part of your launch communications. Typically, you'll do some kind of events, you'll do videos, or maybe you'll even do an audio series, you'll do some lives, you'll do webinars, whatever the promotion is. You generally look at converting about 2% of that launch list to your offer. Now, if you haven't launched before and you've been building up a following and you make a really great offer, that can go up to anywhere from 10, 20%. I know when I launched CoachCo in 2021, that was 7% of my launch list, which was great, but that took planning and coordination to make that happen. But that was a good result. So you can use the percentage of that audience multiplied by your offer price and start to see what your potential revenue could be. But then there's the other expenses that come in, particularly if you don't have a big audience and you need to acquire traffic, we've got to factor in that ad spend and the fact that you're bringing in people who don't know who you are yet. How good is your messaging and your demand building to get people to convert who don't know you yet? Your marketing has to be so strong to make up for the fact that they haven't been in your world to build a lot of that traffic trust and relationship beforehand. So make sure you don't overlook the variables. It's not as simple as, you know, back of a napkin, putting those figures out there and thinking it will happen. I know I used to think it was probably that simple, but that's one of the advantages having worked with clients over so many years. I've seen so many wild variations and I still run campaigns for my private clients, for my clients in my coach co-programs, and I get to see what does work, what are typical results and what you should be expecting, particularly with changing market landscapes like we're in right now, post-COVID and with financial pressures and inflation, all that kind of stuff happening, you definitely like to take in that macro view as well as the micro view. So perhaps you can't guarantee how many people in your audience will engage with your launch marketing. So, you know, those audience numbers you're using to project your sales, maybe a shot in the dark. Maybe you haven't cleaned up your email list for a while. How many people are really there still in the market interested, particularly if they've been there for a while and you haven't been communicating with them? They may just not be actively engaged and they might not even be opening. So make sure you clean out your list before with all your unsubscribes, your bounces, people who haven't opened for more than six months, things like that before you do want to do any kind of, even if you're just doing an email promotion to your existing list, which I definitely think 
is a great option. Like an email launch is great. Like, yes, it's copy heavy. Like you've got to write a lot in the emails, know what to say. And there's a lot of nuance there. I cover some of that in my email activate training, which is on my website at victoriagibson.com forward slash email activate. Now with that program, I give you all those launch series copy, all the email copy that you would need to launch in one series, as well as a whole lot of other email templates that you can actually just swipe. A lot of people say, hey, use these for inspiration, but you can swipe and fill in the blanks if you like. That's not a problem. So if you're still relatively new, your audience may need time to trust you or believe in your promise. You may need time to test that message. You may need time to test your delivery of that as well, okay? So the planning, system, support, guidance and resources need to come together with a realistic expectation of the traffic and conversion opportunities you have. So your level of experience, whether you've made the offer before and more importantly, the quality of your offer is also going to impact your launch success. So like I said, after having a lot of experience, I've taken note of the most common mistakes I see and I'm outlining them today in this episode. So launch mistake one, the first mistake is expecting that just the act of launching is going to result in sales. And Although launching is a powerful way to make an offer and convert more clients, launching in itself is not a guarantee of a positive outcome. Instead, the critical success factors for launching are audience, the size, engagement and understanding they have for what you do and what they need and the problem at hand and that they're motivated to solve that problem and pay to solve it. And there's proof that they are doing that elsewhere. Your launch leads, how many you get signing up to your launch promotion activities. And like I said, their response to that message, are they engaging with the material? Are they watching the videos? Are they turning up to the webinars? All of that kind of thing. And how much it's costing you to get each of those signups if you're running ads. And then conversions, how well emails get opened, videos get watched, people move through. Generally, there are sort of stages of the training. It's not necessarily a one and done. Generally, you'll have to be opening up that conversation and generating awareness of what your offer is, why it works, why it matters, weaving in case studies or past client interviews, things like that are awesome. Getting guest experts in even to talk about the topics. You know, all of those factors are going to impact the metrics of the launch, those three elements. But the mistake of relying on a strategy instead of ensuring that your offer is absolutely rock solid will also lead to missed expectations and some sad times, okay? So be careful that you're not investing in marketing assets or services and expecting those to do the work for you. And the same goes for coaching or formulas you've invested in. Just because you bought a program and they told you to do it one way doesn't necessarily mean there's not an opportunity to get some customization in there. I always firmly believe in customizing according to your personality style, according to the nuance of the market and the offer that you have. Okay. I think that's really, really important for all that to be aligned. And Another thing you can be doing is, especially when you're investing in coaching programs and following a coach, you can be thinking that their way is the only way. And just because it's got results for them, I can tell you time and time again about a lot of big money coaches out there are not sharing the real numbers in their business and not sharing what they spend, particularly on Facebook ad traffic. I'm a proponent to do low cost advertising and do it well enough and yes, slowly scale, but I'm not here to advise you to spend 
tens of thousands of dollars on Facebook advertising straight out of the gate. And in fact, most of the time, I don't spend that much on it either. But I've seen some of these bigger coaches make seven figures and spend, I think one of them showed 1.2 million in revenue and she spent $1 million on ads and other expense. I think it was maybe the ads were 800,000. The rest was just running her business with team. So think about those layers of complexity. I am just such an advocate for freedom and a freedom-based business. And I think you can have a lovely online boutique coaching business that brings you in multi-six or seven figures with a small team and a great message and an offer you love and clients that really light you up. But there is that other side that doesn't get shared when you're just looking at money metrics that people are sharing. Just be really careful of that. Like what have they been spending on ads? What have they been spending on team? Because I speak to many seven-figure coaches and behind the scenes is definitely not something that is always shared. So just be careful that you're not just seeing coaches' results and thinking because they've given you a strategy, you can do exactly the same. Make sure you have all the information so that you can assess what's possible for you. And like I said, I wouldn't be jumping into launching if you haven't even got your one-on-one coaching or your group coaching selling at a consistent level. So the issue is because something's not selling, people think then they'll launch and that will be the key to selling or they'll create an offer and launch it and that will be their entry into the market. But it can be a path to disappointment if you haven't done the strategic work on your messaging, your offer and your market, which is what I do with my clients and what I really truly believe is such a hallmark of the success of anything you put out there and growing your business. So just putting money into getting a sales page created or spending time writing copy and all of that sort of stuff that then many coaches think, okay, well, it should be working and it's not and they get really upset. So the art of launching itself is not going to guarantee you sales. The second mistake is many coaches forget that you need to get education and awareness before a launch period. So you're actually dealing with people with a baseline level of knowledge about who you are, what you do, and what you can create. Now, that's not always possible if you've got a new offer or you're a relatively new coach and you kind of want to use the launch to build or you know, I'm not saying do the big bang launches, but you know, a launch is still creating an offer with a deadline. You might want to do that to build an audience. I think what's better is testing smaller lead magnets, like little opportunities for value. So opt-in freebies, downloads are brilliant for getting low-cost leads on Facebook and taking them through a journey with email follow-up, which is what I teach in my email activate program. I think that that's a safer way to understand what kind of messaging is working best for your market and how much it costs to acquire the people that are interested in that topic rather than going straight to a launch. Try webinars and lead magnets first and test different titles and copies. I know that creates a lot of but that's going to save you a lot of money on your launching and also starts to educate people in a bit of a pre-launch way because they get to know you, they get some amazing value and they get to trust you really quickly. So that's what I would recommend there that you'd rather go straight to evergreen lead generation and webinars before you go to launching. Okay. So if you are launching or what I've seen people do as a mistake is uh, yeah, not pre-launch and just go straight in and then hammer everyone with this offer and it's like, bye, bye, bye. And it's like the audience is like, oh God, you're just trying to sell me something. And people can see right through that. So I definitely say as a new life coach, you know, you shouldn't be thinking about the big bang launch straight out of the gate before you have some of these fundamentals. I'd be definitely steering towards what you can be doing to grow your audience and get more targeted leads every day of the week. Because really you don't have to launch when you've still got a boot 
boutique business and you're still needing to grow your audience and you're still needing to test and validate your message and your delivery and all of those things, okay? Because you can be regularly selling your courses, programs, and one-on-one coaching from the get-go without a launch using the beautiful strength of online client pipelines. They're kind of called funnels, right? But I just don't really like that word. I like to think of them as pathways. Like they're pathways, yes, to more profit for you, but they're also pathways to your purpose, to establishing that relationship with those people that you can help most, delivering value ahead of time, and really creating a distinction for what you share in the market and who you are. So using your social media and email, and particularly Facebook and Instagram ads, will do what you need to bring clients in absolutely. And maybe you need some help pulling those together and understanding where the priorities are because it can feel very overwhelming when you're starting from just knowledge and expertise and maybe you've got some one-on-one coaching clients or even if you have done a lot of this work and created launches and created an online program and you haven't got an engine for growth to sell it, either of those can definitely be fixed too. So I definitely advocate for the simplicity of Evergreen and using the power of that message and offer as I said before. So that's not to say that you don't pay for getting your audience out there with Instagram ads. As I said, Instagram and Facebook ads are really important. You really just want to be building that targeted audience and making offers as much as you can rather than just in launch periods. So the third mistake is losing faith halfway through the launch. You press the button and you go, okay, I'm going to do this. And then I've done this one myself. And then you just don't close it out because you go into all sorts of death roll thoughts in your mind that no one's going to buy it, that it was terrible, that it was a really big mistake, and you don't work to close it out. One of the things with the launch is that human behavior dictates that most people buy at the end of a launch, unless you add a few little, you know, early time bonuses special offers when they buy on a day, all those kind of things that can get things moving or a pre-launch price, all those kind of things. But it's really easy to give up because it has that impact on your nervous system, but also has that impact on your confidence when you're not seeing the sales roll in as you thought. And often this is just some arbitrary number that you've decided as well, by the way, it's actually not steeped in any experience or metrics, but I've seen it time and time again, people using the launch against themselves, then not closing it out and then actually making their fears come true that they're not going to hit their targets. So you don't want to make it a once only opportunity. Use it as a way to research and understand more about who you are, what you can do and how you can help and how you can create value and how you're communicating that value as well. Don't just walk away because it felt so bad and not critically assess what opportunities there are to improve and keep moving forward. And you definitely don't need to make any of those missed expectations mean something about yourself personally or your future success as a life coach. So many life coaches put so much pressure on themselves so that when they don't see the sales rolling in as soon as they open or when that looks like it's not going to sell to expectation, they just go straight to the doom and gloom and go through a bit of a dark night of the soul. It's a little bit what I like to call launch trauma (laughs) and it takes a while to get over, okay? So some of the responses to that launch trauma are trying to sell other things even, you know, more strongly, which can come across as a bit desperate and out of alignment or It's totally retreating, not showing up and not moving forward to show up in value and make other offers despite one offer not working. Like I said, it's not taking that critical evaluation and really understanding how you can optimize from there. Or it is a lot of changing your message and your offer or your pricing, lowering your pricing, all those things definitely come back, okay? 
Now, the fourth mistake is really a lack of distinction in the marketplace. It's the lack of being able to set yourself apart as the ideal solution, no matter what your experience. So whatever you're offering or launching, it really must be distinctive. It must address a big issue, challenge or problem in the lives of your market. And it must be a relatively difficult solution to find help for elsewhere, right? So yes, I know as a life coach, there's many other people talking about what area you may be talking about, but it's finding that nuance to that, a new solution, a new point of view, a new, what we like to call in marketing is a new kind of mechanism. You'll see this with even like, if you follow the life coach school and Brooke Castillo, she talks about the model. That's her unique mechanism. It's very much like other life coaching approaches and psychology or personal development approaches like cognitive behavioral therapy, right? But she's found her own take on it and has made it her own unique branded system. So that mechanism should have a magic carpet ride promise. And by magic carpet ride, I mean that they're going to jump on that magic carpet and go from the less than favorable circumstances they're in right now to the outcome, the goal, the dream, where the big desire is. So Where you can prove a shortcut, an opportunity for increase of something that everybody wants or decrease of something they don't, or a chance to save money or time, enhance relationships with others or themselves, increase health or well-being, or increase their status in some way, really bringing about some kind of shift in that identity and their perceived value can also get attention, but only if it's fresh and new and not been seen before. But like I said, it doesn't have to be a totally new solution. It's just more the angle around that solution. This is what I brainstorm with my clients too. So if this is something you're having trouble with, finding that distinction, then um, jump on my website and go to victoriagibson.com forward slash apply and you can book a messaging call with me where we can just sort of run through that. It's no charge and I like to kind of dig into those things. It is my jam. Okay, so let's see what's available there. But that distinction as well, you really want it to be client-centric and not delivery descriptive. This is our go-to all the time in communicating an offer, how many calls there are, how many weeks it is, how many sessions, all of that stuff. That's not what will get the conversions happening. And talking just about you and from your perspective and what you know is the answer is also going to fall flat. So you want to have a simple marketing promise and that marketing message needs to go deeper to demonstrate true value and turn desire into action and that will lead to a sale. Don't get so excited about you, your program and the results because in your mind you know this is an amazing solution but you've got to meet them where they are. They don't know that yet so you need to meet them with that problem. You need to describe why what you're offering or why your solution matters and why it matters to them as well and the value it can create and really the pathway they can walk along and why that is so desirable and successful. It's also useful to, you know, mention the unwanted cost of staying where they are and really frame that to anchor the value of what you do. And this is something that really helps anchor the price. And when you make an offer that's absolutely irresistible, it will have that embedded in your communications and marketing. Also, why is it better? Why is it different? And why do they need to act now? It's very hard to separate yourself from the masses. There's so much out there online, all that competition and noise. 
And that's where personal connection and having an audience that you have been nurturing over some time can be great. But we've all got to start somewhere. So you need to get a much stronger message and a lot more of that communications uh, with those elements in it to make sure that you start getting noticed, you start getting conversion straight out of the gate. If you don't have that big reputation, big audience, or having had a big runway of doing things online for a while, okay? So that is definitely critical as well. The success of your launch hinges, as I said, on the strength of your offer, how you build value, connection and engagement around that offer. And really everything I'm kind of sharing in this podcast is really how to build a successful offer and marketing communications and get new clients and win more clients as well. So this is just framed in relation to mistakes that I've seen with launching because I was speaking to a client about a past launch before and it made me think, oh yeah, you know, I see these mistakes time and time again. So I wanted to get them down. So the fifth mistake is a lack of tracking, analytics and optimization during the launch. Because when you live launch and you have that open period and then it's going to close, you must be able to quickly measure and track, adjust and optimize throughout the launch if things aren't working. Particularly if you haven't tried certain funnels, pipelines, pages, tech tools or any of those things before. Sometimes software can come in and just like really mess you up. It might be a system upgrade or maybe your emails aren't going through to the server and all this stuff. I mean, I've seen a million mistakes happen in other people's launches and my own, you know, not even checking how pages display, like new pages that you create and how they display on a mobile is so critical because so many people consume our emails and marketing materials on mobile. So I kind of consider myself a conversion detective and because I've had many clients over the years, I can immediately see where an existing or launch funnel is falling down. So you should be prepared to adjust on the run. And that's why I always teach my clients how to use certain software themselves rather than always outsourcing everything because things do break at crazy times. And if you've got a launch in motion, you need to know how to jump in and fix it yourself. Yes, it's annoying. Yes, it's frustrating, all this tech stuff, but it's so much more simpler than it used to be. Please trust me on that. And if you apply yourself to doing it, you can really just teach yourself the basics. It's not that hard. So I hope that by highlighting some of these life coach launch mistakes, you can align your own growth to the right offer creation and the strategies for success that are going to lead to more clients that are going to align with you and your stage of business and your experience and how you really want to show up and grow your business and share your message as well. There can be a real lack of awareness out there about some of the marketing principles that apply no matter what strategy or tool you use. Those real fundamentals that work in with human behavior and psychology and tried and true principles that never go away just because we're doing things online doesn't mean those fundamentals of advertising and marketing and positioning and promotion go away. They don't. They still work, but you just need to know how they're working differently in this environment. And a lot of distraction by these big money numbers that get thrown around it can create some unrealistic expectations. And some of those marketing fundamentals become inconvenient truths to many success stories. So they don't get talked about enough. Uh, If they're not working, it's like, well, they still want to share the money they made or something like that, which can give an artificial impression of what's really going on, like I mentioned before. So if you're considering live launching your offer, make sure you have that solid offer assessment and plan first, because it's going to do so much of that heavy lifting for you. The chance to invest time in more lasting assets for your business is really what I recommend. So, so many people also invest so much in launch assets that they can't be using all the time. 
And they haven't even invested in things that they're going to be using each and every week and each and every day to share value and build their audience, okay? Because that's where I would suggest looking at first. So when you have an offer, you can sell anytime. You have a path to more profit, more cash, more value, more confidence that's coming from signing more clients, whether you launch or not. And if you want more success with your offer and message and you want to get seen, heard and paid by more of the right people online, just reach out and claim that free 30-minute blueprint assessment session that we can have together to go over what you've got, your niche, your price, your blueprints and your own distinctive method, how you're communicating with your audience, all of those things and maybe outline what you're missing, what are those right high-value next-step opportunities for you and, you know, you can walk away from the Session with those listed. Maybe you want help in implementing that. That's fine. That's what I do and that's what I love, but there's no hard feelings if not. Okay. So it's great to get another set of eyes on what may be blocking that momentum that you're craving. And sometimes it might just be that you haven't got realistic expectations. So we might just go into more of the data than the drama, right? I'll be like that straight shooting bestie that you need to kind of give you a reality check if so. And if not, um, and I can see that hidden potential, you know, I'll definitely outline what that could be for you as well. So make sure you come and jump on for one of those and I will see you in the next episode. Are you ready to create your own highly profitable coaching offer? Make sure you head on over to victoriagibson.com and watch my free class. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on your platform of choice. If you get a chance, I would really appreciate it as it helps get it seen by more people. And I'd love that. So Thanks so much and can't wait to chat to you soon.